I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Bridge the Atlantic. We are your hosts, music web designer Ross Barber. And musician, filmmaker Marcia Novelli. This week, we're welcoming Toronto-based jazz vocalist, songwriter, and musician, Luke Maxim, to the show. Luke is a graduate of the prestigious Humber College Jazz Program, and he's performed at some of the hottest jazz clubs in Toronto, including The Rex, Lula Lounge, Reservoir Lounge. His new album, Stay, is due for release in late 2015. So, uh, welcome to the show, Luke. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. How's it going? Over Skype. (laughs) It's going well. Yeah, yeah. Everything's uh, good. Uh, I'm actually... Not at home. I'm I'm using my uh, cousin's home <laughs> nice. because uh, I need to uh, get a new laptop. I still haven't done that, so I'm uh, borrowing theirs. So I'm surrounded by many pets and cats and dogs. It's like a <laughs> bit of a, so you have a jungle a here. Audience. I yeah. do. Yes. Uh, there was. Uh, I'm sure the just heard of me out. Dog going to join me a little later. <laughs> yeah. Meow. I just heard. Mm-hmm. Very awesome. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let our guests know that I am sick today. So I'm gonna if if I sound all groggy and bleh, like I zone right now, I I apologize in advance. Or you know what? I'm sorry, not sorry. So sorry, not sorry. Is sorry, not sorry. It is what it is. Mm. Uh, hey, you know what, Marcio? You know that What's episode that? of Friends where Phoebe is sick, no. and she sounds so much better when she's sick. <laughs> oh, is that what it, oh, as a I mean, I'm not I'm not suggesting <laughs> that there you sound. I'm not suggesting that you sound better when you're sick, no. but you know. Than playing Maybe. vocal cords, although there is that matter of just not caring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that 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 you know, just I don't care, whatever. Which does 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 help to uh, calm the nerves, right? You um, get that awesome rasp. That's right. That's right. That leads to vocal notes. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's jump right into this. We like to ask uh, our sure. guests uh, an awkward question to start out the show, which is fun. So okay. if you can tell us uh, three things about yourself that everyone should know, that would be awesome. Three things. Oh man. Okay. Um, well. I'm a pretty nice guy. <laughs> um, I'm I'm a pretty contemplative person as well. I like to kind of mull things over and always think a lot and question things, and uh, that's definitely a big part of my personality. Um, and what else can I say? Yeah, I'm just like a, a pretty chill. Like <laughs> I don't uh, you know take things too seriously. I'm very relaxed and like to go with the flow and you're a wonderful singer and uh musical yes i uh definitely love to sing and play a bunch of different instruments and nice. engage in any sort of musical activity when, whenever possible i was going to add that you're um i was going to add that you're very well dressed i know it's a lot of uh, photos on instagram and facebook and twitter mm-hmm. always with the suits and the waistcoats and mm-hmm. you know suit and tie i'm jealous because i can't really pull off a suit no, um, i'm sure you could if you just, put you one just off. cleaned yourself up once in a while <laughs> yeah if i actually made an effort yeah. might be cool. part of your thing too though right is that part of is that part of the style of music that you're kind of or is that just you like dressing up I like to dress up uh, especially when I perform yeah uh, exactly you know I'm, it's not like a 
I certainly don't wake up and put on my tux, right? But I, uh, I certainly I like... get the feeling that like Ryan Gosling does. <laughs> he wakes maybe. up, he's already in a tux, his hair is yeah. all done. He's like, all right, let's face Cer- the day. <laughs> I know, I, I, def- I follow uh, David Beckham on Instagram. Yeah, there's, an, there's another example. It makes me feel like pretty... <laughs> I feel like pretty David awesome. Beckham is either wearing a suit or just wearing underwear. See, it's never really in between. No, there's no kind of between one or the there. other. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's very much uh, one or, one extreme or the other. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like the the formality of it all, you know, and, and especially when I'm doing a bigger show, like in a in a theater, let's say, um, and I have a horn section behind me, kind of like a mini big band. Um, you know, I, I really. I like to dress the part as well because I think that style of music, you know, uh, the way you dress reflects, you know, that that kind of music and uh, especially that old old school Sinatra style, Dean Martin style, the Rat Pack, you know, yeah. um, Sinatra at the Sands, you know, all that all that kind of good um, good old jazz. Uh, that's very much a part of the culture, and you know, if I can kind of put my own twist on that, uh, I'm happy to do it. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. Cool. So you studied um, in the Humber College Jazz Program. Yeah. How beneficial do you think that the education you got there was for getting started in the music industry? Uh, for me, it was especially important. Uh, I needed that uh, that educational base for sure. Um, I got in, you know, pretty much just having a voice and, you know, some musical experience, but, you know, the theory side of things and learning how to write charts and, um, you know, more involved musical things like I learned at Humber. Uh, And more importantly, it was the networking that uh, really was the most important thing. Uh, I I met so many great people and got started in a lot of bands that way. Uh, And that's kind of how I got recognized. You know, I met people there and, that's how my manager found me through a band that I started at Humber. So oh, if wow. I didn't go through a program like that, I, uh, who knows where I'd be, you know? Yeah. So. Cause I, I wonder because like jazz is a, a bit more of a niche genre. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it would have been more difficult to start a band had you not been, uh, like, you know, studying in a program like that where there are a lot of like-minded people in one place? For sure. Uh, the other cool thing about it too, is everyone is there, you know, for you know a, a purpose like everyone wants to get better you know that's why they yeah. enter this program and they want to learn uh so everyone kind of brings up the the level and uh i think had i not gone there you know i probably would have been involved in some way because i had like some rock bands and some acoustic bands that i was involved in but none of those guys are pursuing music anymore right, right. so when you're in an environment where like you said, there's a bunch of like-minded people uh, pursuing the same goal. It's very easy to, uh, you know, stay motivated and, and, and connect with them and start any sort of musical aspirations with them. Sure. Did you find mm-hmm. it very competitive or was it very, uh, was there a camaraderie to it? You know what? I didn't know what to expect. At first, I kind of, uh, I, I anticipated that for sure. But, uh, uh, you know, after a while, you know, we're all in the same boat, you know, and everyone kind of has their thing that they do really, really well. Um, and surprisingly, you know, we're all kind of not forced, but it's kind of mandatory to learn the jazz idiom and the curriculum's kind of based around that. 
but there's a lot of uh, there were a lot of interesting different artists not just jazz artists right like bluegrass artists and folk artists and uh, latin artists so um you know everyone kind of recognized pretty early on that you know each person has their thing that they do well and you need to respect that so whenever someone was in a bit of a you know struggle performing a, a genre that they weren't totally comfortable in you know you didn't criticize them or you didn't judge them so harshly because you know everyone does their own thing very very well and yeah right right so we, often, we often bring up the uh education versus experience debate mm-hmm. on this show yeah. um, and we've had some very interesting responses to it um some people yeah. find value in both some people find value in one over the other mm-hmm. um what's your take on that well i often thought um you know maybe it's best you know in hindsight maybe it would have been better to have just uh not gone to school and just totally dedicated myself to playing music and practicing on my own mm-hmm. um but you know i realized for all the reasons i mentioned previously oh, there they go that's all right <laughs> <laughs> for all the reasons I mentioned previously that I personally needed to have uh, that experience. Um, I think other people, if, if they're driven and they have the discipline, um, it may not be totally necessary to go through, uh, some sort of like institution. Uh, but I think it depends really. It's, it's personal. Like it, it depends on the person, right? Like if, uh, yeah, I can only speak for myself. For me, I needed it, but I think, you know, it's not totally necessary. I think okay. style of music has a big impact on that, too, and also where mm-hmm. you want to go with it, you know, yeah. um, and what your goals are. So I, I find mm-hmm. value in both. And again, yeah. it's hard. To, it's such that's why it's a debate. Right. I mean, we never come to an answer, you know, for sure. It's, but it's interesting I- to discuss. Yeah, you're right. I think genre definitely plays a role. Yes. I think if if you're like a classical musician or a jazz musician, mm-hmm. uh, then school is almost necessary. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, well, you uh, know, before the interview, Ross kind of pointed out how it can be a very it, it can be a very not just a cut. Well, the whole music industry itself is very mm-hmm. cutthroat, but yeah. uh, sometimes uh, that sort of genre, those genres can be a little bit um, exclusive, I guess. Mm-hmm. or elitist however what we like about your music is you have a bit of a pop flair to it i guess in your voice at least if, yeah. if you would agree with me ross and yeah. uh i find that it makes it a lot more accessible mm-hmm. for sure it was, i was that conscious or is that just natural it, it's a little bit of both um one thing that i n- knew i didn't want to be was um a really heavy avant-garde out there artist who scats on the like every you know at every opportunity um <laughs> for me i you know i listen to to the you know to the greats you know like I to sinatra and tony bennett and guys that really knew how to carry a melody mm-hmm. and that that's what the song was about um and i totally respect uh you know bebop and you know scatting and cool. trying to use your vo- voice as an instrument i think that's really really cool you know bobby mcferrin and even ella kind of with, um, you know, she she's the one that kind of got it started, and uh, I respect that totally. But that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. I like melody, and I like singing the the song and for sure and the tune. So uh, 
Yeah, and you I shared think, the uh, stage with some. Uh, sorry to jump in there. Just I, yeah, you shared the stage with some really big Canadian artists. Yeah, well, the Gypsy yeah. Kings and Julie Black for just to name two of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, what did you What did you learn from playing alongside them? Well, I guess just you know they they have their thing so down, <laughs> like it's just it's so they're so commanding. Both both those artists are, are so commanding when when they're on the stage. They have such prowess. Like um, Julie Black, I, Julie Black I, I, her is and just I like, are like we're friends on Twitter. So like, okay. Oh talked yeah. A few times, so, you know, she <laughs> yeah. actually might be coming on the show. So uh, oh but yeah, cool. she she seems really down to earth. She is. You uh, mentioned phenomenal. Yeah, like. Does. I think every artist has, uh, you know, their ego, right? But great artists are modest and, and humble and know that um, there's other people out there that do other things just as well. Uh, so that's what I found with her is that she, when she was on the stage, she owned it like completely vocally and, and performance wise. But, uh, you know, having a chance to, you know, talk to her very, very briefly. She was very, very nice and just uh, cordial and uh, that's and respectful. That's the vibe I get from so, her. Yeah. That's yeah. the vibe I get for sure. So back to you. Tell us about your uh, new album, Stay. That's, uh, it's due out later this year, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, later this year. Um, yeah, so Stay is is a very uh, personal project. Uh, it The timing of it just, it happened uh, at, at a really awful time but also it gave me got the art, artistic juices flowing i went through uh, a pretty tough time i was in a long-term relationship and uh it uh, motivated me to to write this album and, and get it started so i always had an idea of uh for my first album I, that i wanted to include songs that um a, a collection of tunes that were very personal to me and and that i grew up listening to so there's a lot of covers on on the album and a lot of those tunes were tunes that i just felt if i ever recorded an album they need to be on it so a lot of it is that and then the other half of it like the originals um are, came out of uh, my heartbreak <laughs> so <laughs> that's pretty much how i can define stay hey i i'm a true believer that the best art stems from pain so oh yeah there you Absolutely. Go. It's not all. It's not all gloom. Uh, there's definitely brighter and and uh, right. and happier moments for sure. But the ball got rolling uh, through. Yeah, through that personal. Experience well, Ross sure. and I both heard it. It's phenomenal. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It's, uh, yeah, we were listening to it. Um, I particularly liked uh, "Stay." Yes, me and too. Uh, and your cover of "Everlong" uh, oh, as thank well. You. Really enjoyed so that. Favorite songs like yeah. <laughs> I remember hearing that Actually, when I was a kid, and I was just like. What is this song? Yeah, yeah a couple of my we, friends got married and uh, and Everlong was the like their first dance, oh, but wow. the, the the acoustic version of Everlong, uh, uh, and it was it was really cool. I think that's the best thing Dave Grohl's ever written, personally. I think so too. Yeah, yeah definitely. Most yeah. honest and stripped down, you know. For sure. Um, actually, they were just they're in town now um, mm-hmm. in Toronto. Yeah, they're playing Molson. Um, I couldn't grab a ticket, unfortunately, but uh, but yeah, he broke his leg, and yeah. he's uh, rocking this. Like prone <laughs> with lights. Yeah, and he's pretty much a rock god at this point. He he can be considered like a rock god or totally. the rock god right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even I'm that. not even huge into Foo Fighters. I used to even mm-hmm. like the color and the shape came out that has Everlong on it. But yeah. uh, I, I'm not even huge into the music or anything. But I love Dave Grohl just as yeah. a human. He's just mm-hmm. such an awesome dude. 
Like I want to meet him just to hug him. You know yeah. what I mean? Just to hug him. It's like, thank you for being such a great dude. You know what I mean? For sure. I, I, uh, I agree with that. Totally. Uh, I think that's why he's, why he's done so well because he's so, so real, you know, he's so honest and, uh, he's done such cool things. Like he was a drummer for Nirvana yeah, and then yeah. he decided I'm going to make my own band and yeah. sing and play guitar. And it's like, what? Really? And he did, and, he, and you know, they're kind of like the last. If you think about it, they're kind of like the last true like rock band. Agreed. Agreed. Um, you know, or at least they're the, they're the only ones that are successful still doing it, right? In the last uh, fifteen years or so. Exactly. Twenty years. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Now I feel old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me too. Uh, I've been feeling old a lot lately. Um, people keep saying things. I'm like. Ugh. I still think the nineties is ten years ago. I so do I. I always think Same. that. I always think. I still think it's two thousand four, two thousand five. Yeah. That hasn't changed my mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what's really trippy for me is like I, I, you know, I teach on the side as well, right? Oh, so, nice. so I have uh, some students, you know, vocal students and whatever, piano, guitar students, um, and you know, I'll have to remind myself like these guys are born like. Some of them were born in like 2005 or something like ridiculous. It's so, <laughs> like, it's so terrifying. Like, yeah, that was 10 years ago, but I remember what I was doing in 2005 pretty much. Well, I know? remember when I was younger and, you know, I, I went to, uh, I, I had, um, I went to guitar lessons for like three lessons and then I never mm-hmm. went back because it just wasn't for me. I'm like, just do this mm-hmm. myself. But uh, I just remember references that he would say like, oh, you know, with this band and I just didn't know what he was talking about because it was before my time. The point I'm getting to is I'm getting that now mm-hmm. <laughs> where I'm like, yeah, just like this band. I, huh? What do you mean? I'm like, how do you not know this band? Yeah. <laughs> and it's just from like 10 years ago. It's like, I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, then I feel really old. <laughs> or they're, they're, it's the kids that are wrong. Mm-hmm. As Principal they're, Skinner would say, it's, it's the kids that are wrong. <laughs> the kids are wrong. Uh, yeah, some kids don't know what a record is. Like, I know. Like a vinyl. They're like, what's that? crazy? Unless they're a hipster, then they totally know. <laughs> Unless they're like 13 year old hipsters, like wearing yeah. <laughs> a Nirvana shirt. <laughs> so, um, being a, a musician who, who works in a pretty niche sort of genre, mm-hmm. how would you say that you are able to make that work for you? Um, is it easier because it's a bit of a niche genre or, or is it more challenging? Mm-hmm. Uh, good question. Yeah, it's a really good question. My God. Um, I think it's a little bit of both. There's certainly, I don't want to say less pressure um, because it's not pop. Like, I don't know, for me, the the most important thing was uh, trying to make it as accessible as possible without totally selling out. And I guess everyone has a different definition of that, but uh, I didn't want to like write these huge pop hooks with like really simple melodies uh and crazy synth you know <laughs> things yeah. happening not that there's anything wrong with that but um you know to kind of stay true to it um there's a a certain level of in like jazz infusion in it uh and there's a certain amount of you know pop in it and i think the way that i sing as you were mentioning and um and and the form and the structure of the tunes and, and the length of them, you know, it doesn't really speak to like the um hardcore jazz genre. Um 
and I, I think it's a little more of a balance, right? So I was gonna say, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a balance, and, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's me. Yeah. We don't just want to hear a dude singing; we want to know what you're about. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, it was important for me to kind of um, have that balance of um, pop and jazz and R and B and you know throwing in those tunes like you know Everlong and uh, yeah. you know pop tunes like Young and Beautiful and just arrange them to kind of fit um, my uh, you know fit what I'm about so. You yeah. mentioned selling out. Like everyone has a different definition of selling out. Mm-hmm. What is your definition of selling out? Hmm. Well, I think it. Uh, uh, I don't. I, I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> oh, do it, man. Um, I, I, this show is all about offending people. This is what I'll we say. We haven't done it. enough of that today, Rob. Yeah. No, <laughs> um. I think if you're doing something that isn't honest and isn't genuine musically um, and you're just doing it for the sake of um, getting somewhere, getting fame, you know, you're, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. If you're making music for the wrong reasons and the wrong reasons being not for the music, actually, um, I think that's selling out. So I can't really... I don't really want to pinpoint any artist and um, and say like you know they did this and they've totally I, I know sold artists that. that have done that. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think, yeah, we I all think yeah, I think we can all think we we all probably have I at have, least three or four in our head. In my mind, no, personally, that yeah, it's all about you know how can we craft this to sell and yeah. get where I want to go. But yeah. I'm glad you said that because uh, b- before I said it, I, I wanted to, I wanted to hear what you thought, and it's exact same. I have the exact same definition. It's not about if you decided your next record, you really got into synth pop and you decided your next record's going to have synth pop, you're going to have vocal, you know, even though you said in the interview, like you're kind of joking about that, but that's you now, who knows mm-hmm. where you are two, three years from now, right? The point yeah, is if sure. that's what you want to make and you're being true to yourself, there's mm-hmm. not a matter of selling out whatsoever. It, exactly. it comes down to whether or not you're doing something, like you said, for the pure purpose to sell market rather than being true to yourself and making art. Yes. It's it's business or art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that for me at least is where you know For sure. And I can I can only so imagine on. like the, the um, same wavelengths, bro. Yeah, definitely. Um I, I I think of artists like big artists, you know, like like Taylor Swift or like, you know, Justin Bieber, or, you know, mm-hmm. the biggest pop acts in the world. And uh you know, I I was I I, I thought Taylor Swift's record was really awesome, right? She said it like it was her first pop record. I mean, mm-hmm. I which one, the latest one? It, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's all she been. She says that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's all been a progression pop. for a while, for sure. Yeah. Um, like this is, I guess, the, the purest form of pop, yeah. right? Um, but uh, I still was was digging it. But I, I think there's definitely a certain amount of pressure for those artists, you know, like like who who knows, right? Like if if the labels pushing them in that direction or it, it, I think it's hard to kind of uh, you know to be just fair to to artists you know that are huge and artists that are just kind of starting out um, it's hard it's hard to know your identity sometimes because there's all these other factors that can kind of mold you and, and push you and it's, it's hard to kind of um, look inward and say okay is this actually what I want to be doing and 
you know, you have to kind of ask yourself that question. So at this point, I'm very lucky and I have the um, fortune to uh, do pretty much whatever I want musically uh, because I don't really have anyone kind of pulling strings. Um, but, you know, I imagine one day I might, if I ever get faced with that, like I might give in to, to some... Well, it's tough too because things, right? like it's so easy to criticize and trust me i'm yeah. one of the first to criticize major acts and everything and major labels mm-hmm. and everything. but at the same time it's like i guess on their end if they don't comply to a certain degree they're out of a job or they're dropped although exactly. i guess like i can't really see that happening with someone like taylor swift at the same no. time you know I, they could decide to go smaller and do exactly what they want to do but maybe that's what they want to do maybe they're you know we don't know what their main goals are you know Totally. They love being able to play for millions of people on stage, and it's not mm-hmm. so much about the art behind it, you know. But who for might sure. say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, really? I, uh, I mean, and like, like I said, I, I liked a lot of the tunes on her last record, right. um, and I like a lot of pop music. I'm, I'm kind of tired of hating, yeah, or people hating on it, right? Like I went through that. Like what you like? Kind of a, <laughs> yeah, I went through that like it Aaliyah's phase genres, too, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah, man, and. Uh, I just figured, like, no, this is a good, this is a good tune. Like, well, there's no point in in hating on it if it's well written, mm-hmm. um, as long as it's not so uh, formulated, you know. Because I think like with, Justin Bieber's baby, that, one, <laughs> that, one's too, that one's, yeah, you have to like, admit that's just some, yeah. Okay, so there's some, there's some that it's it's just like clear as day, right? Yeah. Um, where it's like, like this is a formula, and you know, has to have this verse and have the hook has to happen there and the, there's a or there's a drop here you know like <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean uh yeah there's uh there's definitely formulas to tell us music so it's it's refreshing to hear pop music that doesn't really uh have that uh aspect to it you know right it can be a big tune but it doesn't necessarily have the verse uh, pre-chorus chorus uh, right. form which of course or, works sometimes you know, you know but which of course yeah of course some of the greatest tunes right you know so are you ready for 20 questions yes yes sorry went off top, went off a little bit there <laughs> that's what we do on this show <laughs> it happens all the time yeah. it's absolutely fine okay yeah. coffee or tea coffee meat or veggies <sighs> boy i'm trying to get more, more veggies but um veggies. meat for now <gasps> cd sorry. or vinyl um, I'm a CD guy. Me too. Smart, smart or casual? <laughs> casual. Vaughn or Toronto? Ooh. Come on, Vaughn has Wonderland. I have to say Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter or Facebook? Facebook. Big band or three piece? These are hard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll go with big band. TV or Netflix? Um, I'll have to say Netflix. Oh, this one's a tough one even for me. Michael Buble or Harry Connick Jr.? Man. <laughs> you guys thought of that one. You know what, though? They, like you, this kind of ties in with, with, with what you said earlier. They, are, they have their own thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Michael Bublé, I think, maybe wins in the voice department, in my opinion. But Harry Connick sure. Jr. wins in the writing and piano playing department and everything. Yeah, and he so, arranges everything. He does yeah. everything himself, man. Yeah, so, I mean, how do you, you know? 
yeah i mean i i'll just i'll okay this is what i'll say he's like we're getting all flustered yeah so yeah buble was was great for me because i was digging this type of music um when i was you know i don't know like 14 years old right so like jazz music right like i was listening to sinatra when i was 13 and 14 nice. like probably not common um so to have a young guy kind of come in and, and do it like that was really cool for me so i i definitely listened to a lot of him um when i was younger and 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 harry Connick jr too but i think because he was like the, the the front guy with the mic and yeah suit, and i like i was like man it's so cool yeah uh so i will i'll if i have to pick one like i'll say i'll say Bula, but it's, it's not like a not like don't a, be offended Harry yeah. Connick, okay? Yeah. Please, Harry. If you're listening, <laughs> if you're don't... listening, he listens to our show all the time. Oh, oh yeah. he's, he, he's he like loves our us. number one guest. We're like best friends. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> he's not an idol, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Orange is the new black or House of Cards? Man, uh, I have not watched either show. Oh, okay. What's your Ooh, favorite? What's your favorite one, series then? Um, Breaking Bad? Have you seen Breaking Bad? I saw all of Breaking Bad. Okay. Yeah, Breaking Bad's awesome. Here you go. Walking Dead, I watch. Oh, okay. Um, I started watching this show, Peaky Blinders. Okay. Is that any good? Because I, I keep seeing it's, it pop up on the, the Netflix originals, but I've never. It's good. Watched it. Yeah, it's my good. wife actually said someone else mentioned that to her to check out. Good show. Yeah, it's uh, it pretty solid. Ella Fitzgerald or Billie Holiday? You have to go with Ella. Now, this is actually a question Marcio wrote. <laughs> I just wanted to say that Let's before, it. I, I, wanna before say I ask do it. Thir- do the next one, Russ. I got to okay. say this one. Okay. Um, okay. Frank Sinatra or Louis Armstrong? Hmm. It's, it's Frank. Frank. Frank Sinatra. Okay. So Taylor Swift or Taylor not so Swift? <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift? <laughs> <laughs> Friends or Seinfeld? That was copyright. Ooh. Uh, Seinfeld. I like both shows, though. Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton? Michael Jackson. It's obvious. It's not that obvious. Michael Bolton rules, okay? (laughs) He's great. He's just not Michael Jackson. It's so funny. Like, everyone says Michael Jackson, but then... They do jump in to defend Michael Bolton. I think yeah. everyone, everyone's got a bit of a soft Just spot a for the bit. Bolton. For the power grab. Yeah. I like power Michael grab. Bolton a yeah. lot. I think he made some cool, he did like those things with um, uh, those SNL guys. I don't know if you guys saw those things. No, no. I'll have to check it out. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Only yeah. Island crew. Oh, yeah. With that Sandberg and stuff. It was really like oh, hilarious. Okay, okay. twerk it. or work? <laughs> twerk or work? Um, <laughs> be honest Luke <laughs> uh, I do like I enjoy dancing so if, if like twerk is a form of dancing sure. yeah, I'll say twerk are you going to incorporate that into your next I performance think so. I think yeah so. totally um, assless chaps I'm going to wear <laughs> assless chaps and it's like no one knows until the end of the show and you turn <laughs> well I'm going to come out like in like my you know regular yeah. suit eye and stuff but like when I turn around that's what I mean, man. That's when that's when the party happens. Yeah. Seth Rogen or Seth MacFarlane? Uh, and I say Seth MacFarlane because are you you're familiar with his uh, vocal work? A lot of people. Yes. He, yeah. He's phenomenal. No, he's amazing. Yeah. I just saw Ted too, like two days, two nights ago. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. 
man, like I'm not, I didn't like love the first one, mm-hmm. but this one was awesome. Like it I just it plays out like a real, like a f- real version of Family Guy. Yeah, I mean kind it's of. very it's classic Seth MacFarlane, right? But yeah. like, um, it, there's such a tension. Like it's so refreshing to see uh, comedies like that because you know it has all his references and you know all that you know classic stuff that he does, but just like the musical arrangements and like the numbers and like yeah. there's just these little scenes where people like sing and he's a talented guy man obviously yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He is, he's yeah. a talented guy and a lot of people don't realize that mm-hmm. and he uh, talented. yeah and he, and he can sing and he's done some standard albums and he did a I think he did a Christmas album it sounds dope like it sounds really good like really awesome um so just because of this, my more, more yeah, I think we know the answer. <laughs> I'll say, but I love Seth Rogen's comedies too. Like, all, oh, of all course, his, like, of course, uh, that uh, he's great. But I'll say Seth MacFarlane for now. Well, hopefully, this one's not too hard. Yeah, yeah. whale or kale, <laughs> whale or kale. Yeah, like, okay, <laughs> I like kale so. I like whales too. Uh, <laughs> is that what this you mean? Most cha- we don't really know, but this is a challenging question. Well, the second most challenging question. Because one's a food. Like, I don't eat whale. Like, I don't think anyone does. Or maybe people do. Some I don't people know. actually eat whale. I think, I think they do in like in, uh, Northern Territories or yes. something. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll just say kale. Good. Because it's kale healthy. Kale is part of my yeah. daily diet. It's so good That's for you. Good. Eat your kale, kids. Mm-hmm. Bet Midler or the Riddler? I like Batman, so the Riddler. Nice. And final question, and don't feel you owe us an explanation for this one. Okay. Um, so Ross between you Marcia, guys? Between <laughs> I, knew us, it. Yeah. I knew it. I knew oh, it. He's the only one to ever guess. I know. Luke, we are like all on the same wavelength. This is like, this is, yeah. this is an important meeting here. Mm-hmm. I think he's okay, learned as, as much about us during 20 questions as we've so. learned about him. I and that's how, so. that's how you knew that was going to be the question. Yeah. 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 What can I say? I don't know, guys. Um, I hit you both by. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best ending of our show ever. I, I want someone to do that. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I just I'm just not really feeling a connection with either of you. Uh, no. uh, I don't know. I, I I'm very charmed by the the Scottish accent. I know you can say Ross. It's, his his voice does it for me. That's the only reason why we're even have this show. Getting a bit personal there, Marcio. Don't share our secrets. <laughs> I did tweet out a photo today about like I, I, I'm in the bath. It wasn't of me. It was of, <laughs> it was of yeah. like my like shower head and stuff. And I and it was a it was a Snapchat, and I was just like you know washing away the sick. And then when I posted on Twitter, I tagged Ross in it. Mm-hmm. That's nice. <laughs> No, but the point I'm getting to is he retweeted it saying, just want to clarify, I am not currently in the bath with Marcio. Oh, oh my God. Which I, I wanted people to think that. But. <laughs> so where can people find you online, man? Uh, any social media outlet. Um, so LukeMaximMusic.com, right? LukeMaximMusic.com is Perfect. the website. And uh, Luke underscore Maxim. Yep, you got it. I got it. And what's your Facebook? <laughs> Uh, I, I ask you only to tell you, right? And like, yeah, what's, yeah. what's your links? Let me you say want, them. You, you want to just say it because yeah, Luke Maxim music. There you go. So just, hey man, this is this has honestly been such a pleasure. Um, yeah, you're a great dude. Let me know when you're playing next. I'll come out, man. I'm not not too far away from you. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Show. I'll definitely. You know, it's yeah. been great, guys. 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bridge the Atlantic. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so connect with us on there and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for being awesome, and we'll see you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.